if you are trying to speak to everyone, you are speaking to no one, right? No one wants to be spoken to um, in a in a broad. Welcome to the Simplified Social Marketing Podcast. I'm Chelsea Gardner, and if you're ready to make marketing clear, manageable, and fun with practical steps and effective tools, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we'll untangle the complexities of marketing your business and transform them into clear, actionable steps. Let's dive in. Hi, friend. So today, I want to talk to you about your content strategy. So we know that having a solid content strategy is truly like the baseline of what what social media is. We need to have a strategy in place in order to achieve our goals, in order to, you know, set goals and in order to build our brand in 2024. So understanding what a content strategy is and then being able to build it and implement it is truly key in the baseline of success for social media. So when it comes to creating a content strategy, I have an entire content strategy workbook. Of course I do. So I'm going to kind of walk you through the questions that are within this workbook and why it's important. So if you are not driving, um, I highly encourage you to grab a pen and paper and write it down because this is the content strategy workbook that I help my clients build their social media strategies around. It's also what I do to help build out my clients. So truly it's it's a lot of information. So I wanna make sure that you have all of it available to you. And so let's start with your audience. So I have told you um, in episode one that the your audience is, is truly so important and understanding your audience is key to a very successful social media marketing campaign. So you really need to understand who your target audience is because when we, in the, in the smart words of Seth Godin, um, and if you don't know who Seth Godin is, I highly encourage you to go read his books, but in the words of Seth Godin, if you are trying to speak to everyone, you are speaking to no one, right? No one wants to be spoken to um, in a in a broad term, right? Everyone wants to feel like you are speaking directly to them. You need to understand who they are and what their pain points are, right? So I understand that you want to be on social media, that you want to create content and be visible and be seen, but you want it simplified. You don't want to spend a lot of time on it. You don't want to overcomplicate it. And quite frankly, maybe some of you just don't even want to do it, but no, you need to. So I know my audience and I want to make sure that I speak directly to you as I'm building it. So you need to know who you are speaking to, because if you are trying to speak to a first time home buyer, right, you are not going to speak to them in the same way that you speak to an investor or that you speak to one of your realtors or attorneys or lawyers or whatever, right? You are not going to speak to them in the same way way that you speak to another audience, right? So if you are speaking to a first time home buyer, you need to make sure that you are hitting their pain points as a first time home buyer, right? 
If you are speaking to your realtor partners, you need to be speaking to them with their pain points as it as it relates to mortgage and the mortgage space and maybe their first time home buyers who don't understand the mortgage space or loans or anything like that, right? So we need to make sure that we all understand our primary audience. And I know, I know you're like, Charles, I can, I can help anyone. I can help first time home buyers. I can help realtors. I can help investors, right? But no, no, you can help them all. But when you are on social media, I need you to try and narrow in on who it is you want to speak to. Now, that's not to say that can't change over time. That's not to say that all of your content needs to be directly posted to first-time home buyers, directly posted to realtors. However, I will say that when you are able to kind of niche down who you're speaking to a little bit better, you're going to see greater success because again, you are speaking to that individual. And if you put out one post for like six months to a first time home buyer and you get followers from that, right? You get some followers that are like, oh, I'm a first time home buyer. Oh, this is really good information. I'm going to follow them. And then you never put out any more information for first time home buyers. Guess what? You are probably going to lose them as followers or they're never going to engage because the content is no longer for them. That was very fast. I'm sorry. Um, so you, you get it? Like you want to make sure that whoever you are attracting into your audience are people who you are constantly trying to relate to and, you know, solve their pain points. You are trying to be, you know, the solver in this, right? You were trying to help first-time homebuyers understand the mortgage process. You were trying to help first-time homebuyers with a checklist because they have no idea what to bring to closing. You were trying to help a first-time homebuyer even understand what you do, right? I when, when I first got into the mortgage space um, several years ago, I had to ask my husband, okay, who in our, who in our circle at the table at closing was the mortgage person? <laughs> and so as a first-time homebuyer, right? know that information. So they don't either. And so you want to make sure that you are really narrowing in on who that is and you understand your primary audience. Now you can also have a secondary audience, right? You can also have someone that you're like, okay, I'm really going to try and target first time home buyers and investors, right? Or let's say I want to tar target realtors and I want to try and bring as many referral realtor partners into my circle, into my social media as humanly possible. But you still, you can create content around first-time homebuyers, but as it relates to realtors. So here is a checklist for what first-time homebuyers need to bring to closing, right? They need to bring these five items with them to closing. Realtors, we tend to get this question often. Please make sure to save this checklist for later or for your first time home buyers uh, that come through your door, right? Um, if you want to download this checklist, send me a DM. Get in my DMs, right? So that's how you can start still using content, right? I do VA loans. I want to put VA loan information out there. Cool. So then how do you qualify for a COE? Do your, do your veterans know how they need to qualify for a COE before they can go and get a loan? Realtors, this is a question that I get pretty frequently, right? So look at it that way. And then understanding the demographics, right? So understanding, you know, you're not, again, you're not targeting 18 year old first time home buyers. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't, I don't know, but 
your demographic, make sure you know their age, make sure that you know your location, right? Your location is pretty obvious because it's based around where you can do loans, right? Where you are, where you are licensed is going to be obviously the location. Um, income level, if there's very specific income levels, understand your demographics about your audience, okay? Um, and then again, we have already kind of talked about this and hit on this, but really understanding their main challenges, really understanding their pain points as it relates to mortgages, right? I have pain points around not knowing how to bake, but you're not putting that information out there, right? That's a pain point I have, but it's not related to mortgages. So you wanna make sure that you understand their challenges and pain points as it relates to your specific industry, as it relates to you know the, the mortgage process, right? It can be complicated. Why, why, why am I delayed? Why, you know, we sat when we closed on our home, we sat in the in the closing um place until 10 p.m. until 10 p.m. and i couldn't understand why why were we not getting keys like and it was it was a hold up at the bank right the funds were there they weren't getting transferred properly i i didn't understand that but you can you can take these pain points these challenges that maybe you've seen that you've come across or even that you know you get calls you get faqs right people call you and ask questions whether it be your realtors or buyers call and ask questions write those down those are pain points and challenges that if that person is experiencing i'm sure others experience right um what are the challenges we closed on our previous home and our new home in the same day that that's a challenge why is that a pro why is that a con explain those challenges so someone like me back then would understand and you're speaking to me as a first time-ish home buyer right and then this one's a little bit more tricky just because a lot of like obviously you're here because you're like well how do i how do i create content that gets engaged with but you you need to kind of understand what type of content or is your ideal client most engaged with? What are they mostly engaging with? Videos, blogs, infographics, static graphics, static images, carousel posts, right? And this might take a little bit of time. This might take you creating some of this content and posting it and then looking at your insights to see what type of content people are engaging with the most. Or go to your competitors or go to, you know, another page and see maybe what you're, like if you're trying to attract realtors, see what they're engaging with. That's probably how they're going to engage with your content, right? And then we need to make sure that we're setting goals on our strategy. So what are our primary business goals? Are we trying to get leads? Are we trying for brand awareness? Are we trying for visibility? Are we trying to get more followers? I understand you want to say, Charles, I want it all. But we need to set a goal. We need to say we are trying to, you know, increase brand awareness, which means we want 10% increase in reach month over month. We want to get one lead per month on social media. We want um uh more more messages coming in. We want more engagement. Um and when I say more, put a number on it, please. Like, don't just say more because is it one more? And then you look at it and you're like, oh, I only got one comment for the whole month. That's a fail. Well, you didn't specify you wanted five comments, right? So what are your primary business goals when it comes to social media? I will personally say one of your business goals should be consistent education for brand awareness. 
Um, lead generation is hard on social media. It's hard to truly know if leads come in from social media unless they're directly messaging you, which is not going to happen most of the time. Not to say it doesn't, right? Not at all. I have seen many mortgage professionals be super successful on social media and get leads. But the main point of social media is going to be educational brand awareness consistently, right? Um, how can your content strategy help you achieve these goals? So you need to understand, okay, if I want to get one lead per month, doesn't matter what platform it's on, what if your what part of your content strategy is going to help you get there? Okay. And what do you want your audience to do? So like, let's say you're like, okay, I want my realtor partners to be following me. So once they come to your page, once they consume your content, once they see your video, once they scroll through your carousel, what do you want them to do with your content? Do you want them to share your content? Do you want them to sign up? Do you want them to submit a prequal? Do you want them to make an inquiry, send you a message? What is it that you want your audience to do when they get to your page? And how does that align with your overall marketing strategy? How does your content goals on social media align with overall marketing strategy, right? Because social media, again, is a sliver of your marketing strategy. It's not your entire marketing strategy. Most of the time, you're going to have other pieces of marketing tactics, whether that be calls, emails, that's all marketing, right? That's all getting your name out there. That's talking, that's interacting, that's building your portfolio. Um, that is all piece of puzzles to marketing. And so social media is a sliver of that. And so then let's look at part of your content strategy, y'all, is your content themes. <laughs> and people are always like, Charles, this is where I struggle. This is where I struggle. Content ideas, content strategies, this is, this is it, right? This is where I struggle. And if you are struggling in the content space, Y'all, please know I have a totally free group that you can join. Um, it's Simplified Social Media for Mortgage Professionals in Real Estate. And I share some content ideas in there. I also have a membership where I give you content, where I give you graphics and captions that you can steal right from me to help with this content. Um, so there, I have stuff for you guys. Um, I also have a free digital download on my website, chelseagardner.com with tons of mortgage content ideas. And there's a real estate content idea one too. So go download it. <laughs> but this is y'all this, you have to know what kind of content you're putting out there and you start building that by again, FAQs. What kind of questions are you getting? from your referral partners, from your clients, from your past clients, start building content around that. What are you really good at or known for? Are you really good at USDA loans? Do you know how to close those suckers in under 30 days? That's some content, right? Um, do you, are you really good at VA loans and you know exactly how to get veterans into homes? That's a content theme and topic. Um, if you're, I, one of my clients is fantastic at DCR loans, right? DS, DCR, DSCR loans. Talk about that and what that entails and how they qualify. Those are content themes and topics. And then underneath that, you're going to create content ideas, right? So you have your, your theme, your USDA loans, but then y'all, there are just a ton of topics that you can talk about when it comes to USDA loans, when it comes to DSCR loans, when it comes to non-QM loans. Those are your content ideas. Think of it as like a Y'all can't see me if you're on the podcast, but if you're on YouTube, you're like, oh, she's just doing these, these fancy fingers, but it's like, you got the umbrella and then you've got all the little legs coming out from underneath it, like a little octopus. Um, okay. 
And when you come up with those content types, now you're going to think about the formats in which you want to deliver those, right? So if you're creating content, are you doing blogs? Are you doing videos? Are you doing long form videos, short form videos? That would be like reels, YouTube channel, podcasting. What is the format in which you're delivering this content? Again, you can create long form and break it down, but what are you building out for this content? And then how often, y'all, this is a big one, this is a big one. How often will you post new content? How often are you posting content? Now, I will tell you consistency is key, but consistency looks different for everybody, right? Everyone, everyone, it looks different for everybody. And so when you are, when I say I want you to be consistent, that does not mean that Chelsea is telling you to post five days a week, seven days a week, you know, 14 times in seven days, right? I, what I believe to be consistent is what you can do consistently. And that is going to look different for everyone. Some people can post three times a week. I usually recommend at least doing three times a week, but y'all, one time is better than no times. The one thing I don't want you to do is be like, oh, I'm going to post seven days a week or maybe six. I'm going to take Sundays off. I'm going to post six days a week, Monday through Saturday. And I keep that up for a solid two weeks. <laughs> and then, and then we fall off the face planet, right? What happens is the algorithm picks that up. The algorithm says, oh, you're not consistent. I'm not going to show your content. Um, it's like dating, right? Where you're, you're showing Instagram some love for two weeks. And it's like, okay, all right. You're being consistent. You're, you're showing me stuff. You're putting stuff out here. You're engaging on the platform. Um, you're getting some good. I'll, I'm going to start showing your stuff to people. And then you go away. And then you try and come back in three months. You're like, oh yeah, here we go. I'm going to be consistent again. Well, then Instagram's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to date you yet. Like, let's see if you're consistent now for a lot longer. So I want to make sure that you are posting consistently for you and what you can do for a solid six months or a solid 12 months. If that is two times a week, y'all, you can always bump up, right? So if you're like, I'm going to post consistently three times a week and you do that consistently for three months and you're in a really good groove. And as you get in that groove, video content's going to be easier. Creating graphics is going to be easier. Or if you're outsourcing, right? If you send it to someone like me, you are outsourcing your content. So you don't need to worry about it at all, but it's going to get easier and easier as time goes on. So then you're like, okay, cool. I've been doing this for three months. I'm posting three times a week. You know, I think I can add a fourth. And now I add a fourth day. And now I'm doing that for three months. And now I'm being really consistent with that and knocking it out. And now I have some time to add in a fifth day, right? That's how we can improve but what I don't want to happen is you start out the gate strong and then fall off the face of the planet because you either hit content burnout, um, you just you know run out of time to create content. You're like, oh, I can't create five graphics. I, I then I'm not going to do any. Right? We don't want to do that. So how often will you post new content consistently for you? And in your content strategy, what dates do you have coming up that are important to highlight? You should have dates. Do you do you do webinars for your referral partners? Um, do you release YouTube recordings on certain days? If you have a podcast, what days do you release your podcast? Um, you know, is it is it homeownership month? Make sure that you under you have that and you have content ready for that. So you want to make sure you know what important dates are coming up. Um, if you've got Valentine's Day coming up and you want to shout it out, if you've got you know St. Patrick's Day coming up up coming up and you want to shout it out. Make sure you have those dates like written down because they come up quick and then you're like, shoot, I forgot. 
And then it's Valentine's Day and you're scrambling, right? So have dates ready to go 30, 60, 90 days out. So you know what, what kind of content you need to be creating. And then is the creation part, right? Then comes actually creating the content of our content strategy. And so really knowing who's creating this content. Is it you? Do you have an in-house team? Are you, do you have a freelancer? Do you have an agency? How, like, are you, did you hire out? Who is creating this content for you? Um, and are there any brand guidelines that need to be followed? So always, 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 always make sure that you ask compliance if there is any guidelines that you need to follow, whether that be a specific hashtag you need to add in, if you need to make sure you have the equal housing lender or opportunity logo, um, if you need to make sure that you have a certain site listed, right? Um, make sure you're always following brand guidelines. Make sure that if you outsource, you are giving those guidelines to the person you are outsourcing, right? Where And then where is this getting published? Are you publishing it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, on your website if it's a blog? Are you cross-posting everything? Is stuff going to look a little different across the platforms? I recommend really focusing on one platform to grow. That does not mean that you can't cross post it, but one platform you need to focus on with the engagement, with where you're really kind of getting narrowing in and really trying to dig into. And that's going to be where your, where your audience is. You need to know where they are. And so where is this content getting published? And is it cross posted across all these platforms? And then it, that's okay to cross post it. But again, choose one platform to really dig in and grow initially. And then how are you going to promote this content? So again, especially more so if you are doing podcasts and like YouTube videos and things like that, you want to take your podcast episode, your YouTube episode, and you want to promote it elsewhere. So if that is running social media ads, if that is having collaborations, if that is just posting on your social media accounts that you release a new podcast episode, um, Make sure you understand how you're going to be promoting this content. Y'all, I need to take a breath. <laughs> um, okay, so lastly, measurements and analytics. Measuring your success. So again, when you know what your goal is, you need to be able to measure if it was successful or not. So if you are, if your goal is to have a 10% increase in engagement, you can measure that. If your goal is to have a 10% increase in reach, you can measure that. If your goal is to have a lead per month, you can measure that. If it's just to be consistent, you can measure that, right? So understanding what you are trying to accomplish and then measuring it and actually looking at your analytics. I don't need you to dive in. I don't need you to you know, do this whole analysis, but I do need you to understand whether it was successful or not because you want to review your content performance, right? You want to understand whether it's performing or whether it's not. And so you need to know how often you're going to look at it. I usually recommend monthly if you can. So, you know, sometime the first, second week of February, review January and see how it did. Take five, 10 minutes to review it. You don't need to take 30, 45 minutes to really dig in analytically like I do. For my clients, you just need to look at it and say, yep, I did well. Oh, nope, I need to tweak it. And then what's your process for making those adjustments, right? So- Okay, I wanted more engagement. Mm, didn't hit it, a little off, but this post did really well. This post was about USDA loans. Everything else on my page was about non-QM loans. 
But the post that did really, really well engagement-wise was USDA loans. So maybe next month I adjust it to be a little bit more on the USDA loan side and see, just see, because it could have just could have just been a fluke. But let's see if I get more engagement because that was my best performing post right now, right? So that is a really good way, you know, how are we going to adjust the that content as we're building it? Because we got to be able to like look at the look at the graphics, look at the content, understand whether we hit our goals or not. Okay, so reading those analytics can be can be crucial. All right, so basically that's it. That is a content strategy in a nutshell. I know I <laughs> I want to keep these episodes short. Um, I want to keep them, you know, engaged and all of the things. So here is your. I'm gonna always, always, always try to end these with an action item because again. I want to simplify your social media and I want you to put these steps into action. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I want you to do very, it should be, it should be simple. Hopefully I need you to figure out your audience. I need you to figure out who you are trying to target. Um, that's it. That's it. I want you to figure out who you're trying to target and write that down, write it down. Is it first time home buyers? Is it realtors? Is it, um, entrepreneurs? I want you to write that down and I want you to write a list of five like topics or content theme or ideas that would be relevant for that audience. Okay. Got it. Are we good? So that's what I want you to do. And then what I want you to do, if you have questions, if you want me to take a look at it, please feel free to get into my DMS on Instagram. I am at the Chelsea Gardner. And you can send it to me and I will, I will help. I will help if you need it. So please feel free to do that. But that is your action item for this week. Dig in, figure out your audience and five content topic ideas. And hint, hint, wink, wink. I have that free um, like content idea. I think there's like 50 plus content ideas on my website. Free download. Uh, if you go to chelseagardner.com forward slash resources, I just gave you 50 instead of four, but you need to know your audience. Okay. So keep that in mind, friend. I will chat at you next week with a brand new episode. I hope you have a good one. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of the Simplified Social Marketing Podcast. Make sure to follow me on any of your favorite social platforms at the Chelsea Gardner. And don't forget to hit subscribe for your weekly dose of marketing magic. Until next time, my friend, remember to keep your marketing simple and effective.